This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This is the besotted Pride of West London podcast. We're coming to you from New Griffin Park here. Leicester have come down here and they've scuppered us as we were 1-0 up, but they got a goal to equalise and it's 1-0. Brentford 1, Leicester 1. Wasn't the result that we really wanted and to be quite honest with you, the way we battered them in the first half, we should have been well and truly clear. But at the end of the day, we're sharing the points. We haven't lost. We're still on our second unbeaten run, big unbeaten run of the season and a uh, little bit disappointing, but we've got to put away them chances, don't we? Yeah, uh, I thought we were the better team, uh, especially first half. Um, I thought uh, we had some good performances. I thought Hickey was very good today. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I was—I th- I felt, as you said to uh, to Adam, that I felt I was being gaslit by the uh, the referee because every time I thought it went one way, he gave it the other, and it was just ridiculous. I mean, it was at least five decisions that just went completely the wrong way. It made no sense at all. So I did feel that we were really uh, hard done by. Uh, but yeah, and I also felt that overall we, we deserve to win that game. Uh, poor goal to give away, bit disappointed by that. But uh, yeah, I mean, you know, uh, I was also hoping for uh, at least six points from uh, Everton, Southampton and today. So we've only managed uh, four. So uh, yeah, I have to suck that one up, I'm afraid. But yeah, that's the way it goes. That's the way it goes. Disappointing result. Uh, we played well in parts, especially in the first half, didn't we? Yeah, second half actually was a bit like our Southampton performance, uh, which on reflection was better than, than I said at the time. But even so, we sat back too far. I think we thought we had the beating of these people and we, it was going to be too easy. It wasn't. Leicester are a battling team. They need every point they can get and they got what they you know, came for today, probably. Uh, our substitutions, have to talk about that. Um, none, none of the three subs really worked today. Chade was, Chade was off. Uh, Josh De Silva was very badly off and Baptiste went off so you know got came on off, and went off came on went off with the t- his two yellows you know which is not bad in the space of uh, 30 minutes hey ho but we can't win them all but we're still on an unbeaten run still on an unbeaten run we're all talking about the disappointment today um, but we played in the first half we played some stunning football I thought uh, we had the energy the passing game couldn't quite put the ball in the back of the net more than once but we, could, we should have probably been two or three out by that and if we had been up like that, Leicester would have been buried. Yeah, I think so. It, you know, we, we, we were very dominant for, for most of that first half. First 10 minutes especially, I thought we were really, really quick out of the blocks. Um, couldn't make it count, as you say. And um, yeah, second half just sort of faded away a bit, which was disappointing. At the end of the day, we, uh, we, we, OK, we got the positive, you got a point out of it. Um, you could say an argument when they got their goal, they, you, you could see they, 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 they upped it a level. And uh, we could have lost that last season. Yeah, yeah, quite possibly. Um, to be fair, I thought their goal was quite well worked. Um, and in the it came end, came out of nothing, didn't it? It did, it did. Um, I thought when we, when they had the ball, they were quite quite effective with it. Um, and and you know we, we we just struggled to to deal with that really at times. But in the end, I think it's a good point. You know, obviously disappointing to not to win, but 
you can't win them all. You beast. You beast. You beast. So it's something. First time in the new stadium for you. Um, big beast fan now. And how was this for you? It was amazing. I mean, I, I was saying to my dad, like, when I watch it on a tiny screen, that this makes it worth it. It makes, like, everything, all the time that I invested it, worth it. It was amazing. My favourite was Raya with the ball. That was the best. Oh, Raya, when he took on the Leicester player yeah. once or twice and absolutely took him to pieces. Yeah. And they just, you know, it just did ultimate skills and yeah. embarrassed the Leicester player. And then play the, put the ball into play. They won't show that match today, will they? I, I think they will. I think, I hope so. It was the best, for me, best bit of the match. Uh, but yeah, I'm not disappointed by the uh, score because I think that, you know, it's not a, it's not a loss, it's great. Uh, and it, as long as we're, the points all right, we're, we're fine. Yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. And it was amazing. Thank you. Excellent, excellent. Listen, listen. Leicester, you weren't too happy with that second half performance. Were you uh, happier with today's performance? Oh, you mean about, yeah, do you know what? That's Not less that. Southampton, you weren't happy with the first yeah, yeah, half yeah. Of, uh, the, um, the performance. Well, that second half performance was no, no better, really. But on a team that is slightly more organised, emphasis on the slightly, it really shows up, essentially. I'm not, refereeing didn't help. I'm sure I'm not the first person to say that, but we can't blame it on that. No, so, so explain to people, because people that may not see the game, what, was the, what did the referee do? Oh, Darren Bonnet, he, the fourth official needs to be talking to him. He's made some really poor decisions. I appreciate sometimes you can't see. That is what your other officials are for. That's what the linos are for. But when you're being told you made the wrong thing, you're not listening. That, and, and then big decisions, they're not small decisions. I mean, they've got two corners from the decisions that shouldn't have gone their way. I mean, Baptiste, the first one shouldn't have been yellow, the second one should have been a yellow. That was a yellow, I agree. But that results in being sent off. I mean, fortunately, enough for us. It's late on enough in the half. It didn't make too much of a big difference. But no, it wasn't good enough, really. I don't think we should have got more than a point out of that game. Coming back to, like I said, to the positive, the, 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 the unbeaten run yeah. has started again. Yeah. And when we are unbeaten, um, do you see that as a positive in the fact that, you know, we can... It's almost like we had a monkey on our back beforehand yeah. and, and we've kind of got rid of that. Yeah, and we're still undefeated from when we score first. So that is another positive. We haven't, we haven't lost the game we've scored first in. Um, no, no, we're still playing well. We're still very hard to break down. Shard has looked good. I think Dam's going to look better in the first half than he did in the second half. I think he was giving the ball away a lot in the second half. But, um, yeah, I do think we're still, we're still in it, aren't we? We're still in it and a draw is a draw. It's a point's better than nothing. Yeah. UBs. UBs. We're back at the Globe and uh, first one, Leicester fan in the house, beat us to the bar. I've beat a few Leicester fans yeah, in the house. There's quite a few Leicester fans in the house because they, they know, they've got the knowledge, they know the, they know the score. And uh, like I said to you, I saw you yeah, a few years ago, was it last year or maybe no, a few years after, ago? after the cup tie, weren't you? Oh, the cup tie, that's right. Yeah, when we were still championship fodder and uh, yeah, we did that as well. But you're back here again and I forget anything, I mean, I know you were at the pinnacle there and we were still trying to get to, to your level but today if anything we're the side that probably feel a bit disappointed that we didn't get three points and you must be quite happy with the point I'm not so sure really I thought, I thought we might get a late winner actually today but it wasn't to be I mean talk me through that match I mean first half and I'm, I'm, not, I'm not saying this in a sort of disrespectful way but Brentford pretty much battered Leicester in the first half we went our way with a 1-0 win we think that maybe it should have been a bit more, but in the second half, you came back into it, got your goal, and after that, it kind of could have gone either way. I don't really remember the Leicester keeper making too many saves, though. It wasn't one of those games, was it? There were half chances, I suppose, but there wasn't anything clear-cut that you'd think we should have scored there. 
pressure, couldn't get the ball, skill, energy. It was there from the Brentford. And, it, and, and all, it, all it needs is one more goal for Leicester to maybe have um, oh, yeah. folded. But it didn't happen. No, it, didn't, it didn't happen. And um, did well to come out and get an early equaliser. And we hoped there might be a winner, but there wasn't. Madison's obviously not massively popular down at Brentford, as you know. Uh, but you must love him. Well, yeah, he's popular at Leicester, obviously, but he didn't have the rub of the green today and there were one or two dodgy challenges that went unpunished by the referee, I thought. Well, you don't... I mean, again, if you... Again, I think different people maybe see different things because that referee, I mean, he might as well have had a blue shirt on as far as we're concerned. The, 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 the amount of decisions that he gave to you was incredible, but that's sometimes how it goes in the game, isn't it? We're both biased, aren't we? I'll tell you one thing, though. I thought um, they looked after Tony pretty well, didn't they? The Leicester defence. Yeah, they did, you know, they did all right. I mean, there's an argument. I think one of the Brentford fans thought that Tony didn't put himself about as much as he would have done because he didn't want to get injured because obviously he's got his England call up and they're not going to call him up without playing him this time. So I think in the back of his mind, he's thinking, I don't want to get injured in this game. And I think that's probably fair enough. He's got quite a lot on his mind, doesn't he, really? Yeah, but as you know, if you know Ivan Tony like we do, it doesn't seem to bother him. Um, the rest of the season, we are you, him, you know. yeah. Rest of the season, are you concerned or do you think, listen, everything is all right? Well, you know, as, as Leicester fans, we've been up and down more times than most anyway, so uh, I expect them to survive. I mean, they've got I, enough quality. I mean, the, the boy who scored today, Barnes. I mean, he's a he's a good player. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's, uh, when he scores. We tend not to lose, you know. I mean, you've got obviously Leeds one today, but then you've got you know you've got your Bournemouths, you've got your Everton's, you've got these other teams who are who are in the mire, and you know they're not picking up many points, are they? And you keep getting told that Everton and West Ham are just too good to go down, but what does that mean? Exactly, what does that mean? Yeah. Exactly, it wouldn't bother me if one of them did, you know. <laughs> we'll see. All right, well, anyways, safe trip back. Thank you. Let's the fan in the house. We're still in the globe here today. Like I said to you, populated. Listen, home fans and away fans in the same joint. Enjoy the match. Go back. Have a few pints. Talk about we've been we've been talking about all sorts of stuff off of off air here. We've been talking about Qatar. We've been talking. We've got Iger Anderson who's going to probably pop on the podcast in a little bit. He's been talking about stuff. He's writing his memoirs at the moment now. I've been chatting the usual grassroots football because the Panthers, our second team, just got promoted today as well. So we've just come down from Ealing Trailfinders, two nil down at half time. I'm here with Parfi as well. A two nil down at half time, and then three goals in the second half, three two. So we've actually secured ourselves promotion to the top division in our first season so Panthers are happy so we'll be talking about all sorts here as you do as football fans and just coming back to the game I mean I thought like I said to you game of two halves Brentford should have been out of sight in the first half not necessarily loads of chances but still play some great football then the second half it deteriorated a bit the game your thoughts yeah I mean I, I agree with you really I mean at the first 20 minutes um Brentford were all, were all over us and Leicester were too passive and um, probably Brentford should have been at least 2-0 up I, I felt the Brentford goal was probably a goalkeeping error I, I, and, I've, and I've not seen it back but then after about half an hour we, Leicester seemed to get a bit closer to the game and a, bit, and, and a bit closer to Brentford then the game got a bit scrappy and that's probably how we scored our goal uh, Barnes is always the difference he's Barnes' goal record this year is really good. Uh, I think that must be about 9th or 10th now. 
and but Barnes is the difference for us. Uh, he he does pop up with goals. He he can beat players, and he's really good when he's in that sort of final um, sort of quarter of the box really as well. Um, so in the end, yeah, I felt we did enough to get a point. Brentford could have probably should have made the first twenty minutes count a bit more. But no, it's I really enjoyed the game uh, and the stadium as well. That's and the stadium's really really nice. It, uh, I think they've done a really good job in keeping the locality of it and uh, I guess the acoustics as, as well um, with the sort of the V in the and the V's in the stand. And what I enjoyed about the ground is they've not filled the corners in. It's, it, it, there's, it's four distinct stands as well. So no, I really enjoyed the game and really enjoyed the visit. More Leicester fans. Listen, we've Leicester fans all like they've done the take, they've done the Spanish takeover, haven't they? Now Leicester fans here in the house as well, Steve, and they're going to say this as well. I met I met Steve in Manaus in Brazil, World Cup 2014, and it's one of them things as well. If you follow England, a lot of people don't kind of understand the mentality of following England. It's not it's not it's not the same as club football. It's kind of like what you do is that you end up kind of just going to matches and bumping into people that you see at every tournament, like, you know what I'm saying? Or you might go to an away game and you see them, you bump into them, have a little beer with them and have a little bit of a laugh. I bumped into Steve at Manaus in the jungle. We had a little night out in a, in a really strange bar. And then I met him a couple of weeks, about a week or so later, in, uh, in, in the favelas. In the favela in Sao Paulo. We went into the favelas, we went there, we watched a football match, we hung out with the people in the favelas, and that was it. And since then, we're in contact and we come down and obviously when the bees play Leicester which we have done quite a lot in the last few years we do the little hangout and uh, I have to say this and I'm not saying this in a disrespectful way but every single time that we played Leicester in previous years Leicester have always been not in the ascendancy but they have always been the senior team in the relationship but this year I'm going to argue to say that we were actually the senior team in the relationship and we've gone away with this game disappointed with a point and I'd say that Leicester are coming away quite happy with a point against the mighty mighty bees I couldn't agree more and uh, it's a pleasure to be on the podcast but the, the journey that Billy and I have been on since 2014 when Leicester just got promoted um, I won't mention what Nigel Pearson was doing with his son that summer but the, the journey we've been on as a club since then has been fantastic and we've been on the wave up for a while and everything that goes up goes down. And we know that we're in a situation at the moment where we're looking over our shoulders at big clubs that have gone through the trapdoor and stayed down there. And we're looking at that. Whereas clubs like Brentford and Brighton um, on, on the ascendancy. So today we came to the game. For me, we needed a point. Um, first half, it was absolute journey um, for, for Brentford. Benford looked on top throughout and the goal was coming. Um, so for us, we just needed to, to stay in the game and we would have our phase and we did. I think second half we looked brighter and we came out of the game positive with a point. Last time I was here, I felt we were the bigger team and we always should be and we would be there. But um, at the moment, um, Benford are the, Benford on the ways up and the Fox on the way down. Struggling with your words this <laughs> Struggling with your words. But let me help you with that. But no, this is all good. But listen again, the thing about it is that people, football people 
if like, you know, and this is the thing that I like about when you go to places like Leicester, you go to places like Forest now, even Forest fans can get a little bit, but I think they've been tapped back a little bit. You go to places like that, even Wolves as well, because they've been tapped back, because they know their place and everything like that. We sit down and you can talk with real football people who sit down and watch matches and you know what the reality is, you know what I'm saying? You've been through the ups and you've been through the downs. And at the end of the day, like I said to you, Steve, he's like he's been everywhere. He's been everywhere around the world, literally every country. If you ask him what country have you been to Yemen, he'd probably say no because I'm going there next week. Because you are, aren't you? Uh, yeah, so I've got a little trip next week to Turkey, Azerbaijan, Yemen, UAE, Singapore, Malaysia, a few other places. But that's what travel is like football. You're just new experiences, meet new people. And that's why you end up in a pub in West London, <laughs> drinking nice local uh, West London beer. So uh, it's a pleasure to be here. That's right. And so, and, and but the point I was trying to make is that as football fans, you are level-headed, and you can you can see and you can see the both sides of things as well. And you know, at the end of the day, listen, we're on the up at the moment now. And like I said to you, we're not we're not resting on any laurels. Rugby, the rugby's on at the moment now, and we're desperately trying hard to ignore what's going on on the big screen. But um, we're, gonna, we're not going to rest on our laurels as well because we know that, you know, as things go up, things can come down as well. And with Leicester, I think as well, it's interesting listening to their fans. They know that at some stage, it, 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 things may kind of bottom out for them a little bit and then they're going to have to come back and, and, re, and regroup, as they say. But, I mean, coming back to the game, I know, I know you've given a summary of that game. I mean, t- talking about Brentford in itself just quickly because you've obviously seen our rise because we've played you quite a few times. We've played you, you know, twice in the championship before in the FA Cup, before we actually got to here. And it's really weird because we never, you know, we didn't quite think that we were going to be at this stage at the time. So seeing the difference in Brentford in them days to now. So I, I, I've seen Brentford a few times recently in the last few years. That journey's been quite impressive. Uh, I remember I came to a lead, uh, Brentford Leeds in the maybe 20, 19, 20, with Billy. And there was a lot of... Uh, effort, opportunity, but a little bit of quality missing. And the, the talent that's in the team now, take Ivan Tony out of it, we, we know is a star player and will deservedly got his space in the England squads. There's a lot of players there that are not household names and are not, frankly are not recognisable in big, big, um, you know, not, not got the wage packets that probably other people have. But the unity and the keys of team they've got, um, that for me shows a well-oiled machine. Uh, and, and that's confident. The confidence that Brentford had in the first half, particularly today, and I've seen that throughout the season, they look like they have the, the, the opportunity and excitement to like, move, move to the next level. But with lots of players that will... Picture the scene. All of your mates around, you've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order mug delivery now on the McDonald's app. There's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Uh, you know, come, in, come into the club from, unknown, yeah, not household names, but moved in and, in, and, and, and together, you know, moving in the right direction. Yeah, now we're here. We, like I said to you, that's, that's the props for the Brentford, the Brentford way, as they call it. Tell you something, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to see if I can find... The Idra, the Idra Anderson. Oh, he's in the corner there talking to Club Shop Anne. I don't know if they're trying to work out some runnings. Idra! Yeah, let's get the man over here. Like, Idra, come over here in a second, little Idra. Oh, no, look at him. Yeah, yeah, he's got a, He's hugging up the Club Shop Anne in the house here. Idra Anderson, for our new listeners is here because we've got the American posse and all the people that are starting to, to follow us in the last year or two. Idra Anderson is a Brentford hero, a Brentford legend that played for us all the way through the 90s and in the 2000s as well. He's in the team 
that won the league in the fourth division it was the Ron Nodes team and Ron Nodes bought our team and he managed our team and he spent up a whole heap of money bought Herman Herideson for a whole heap of money that year as well remember Herman Herideson the fourth division how, how could we have afforded buying him and, and all them people but you've got listen we've got Ija Anderson is in the place Ija listen this is the pride of Bispasotted pride of West London podcast so as we call it pride of West dot London and Ija, listen, nice to see you down at New Griffin Park, as we call it today as well. Did you enjoy your, enjoy your day out? Fantastic. Um, it was great to see the fans, uh, you know, see old faces, new faces, see you guys. Um, and obviously to see the extension of the, the progression of the club and where they are at the moment in the league. And uh, I feel with a fair result, 1-1, one, one. good result. Fair result. I mean, the thing is, you know, you played for Brentford back in the 90s. As we said, you won the league with us. We had a wicked team that year. Lloyd Owusu up front, Herban Ryderson at the back. We had Paul Evans in the middle. Marcus. Uh, Marcus. Oh, Taylor. Mar- I mean, I mean, these are things I love sharing with, um, like, you know, the, you guys. And, and you know, Bill, you, you know the whole journey. You've been there for years. You've seen the club through, you know, the dark ages to now the good times and, for, you know, the actual fantasy. Just to like share the moments of those times, the togetherness, they were just phenomenal. Yeah, yeah. Couldn't beat that spirit. Obviously, financially, the club were in a different situation. But the players that we had, ooh, Bob Taylor, who scored the goal for Man City, gets him in the Premiership. Marcus Spent goes to like multiple different uh, Premiership sides. You know, go to Palace, go to Everton, go to Leicester. You know, we've got Carlos Saba, go to Sheffield United. You know, he, great players. Great player that could have graced many uh, um, Premiership clubs as well, Carlos Saba. Um, Martin Granger was obviously the left back at the time when I came out in the early years. You know, Paul Abrahams, uh, Nicky Foster, you know, Gus Erdl, right back, you know, Carl Hutchins. Massive, you know, the man of talent and Craig Raven, because you have players like that, um, Joe Mogi, you know, the, 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 the club was blessed with so many talents, you know. Um, Even Steve Sidwell was in there at some stage as well, didn't it? Stevie Sidwell came on loan from Arsenal. Um, and he was with us for a season, and in that season, he. We should have gone up. He, oh, we should have. I know, I know. I mean, we always, always seemed to be knocking on the door. I mean, that season there where we had Seedwell came on loan, Ben Burgess came as well. They both contributed massively to that season, and it was just an absolute blessing to see these young lads come in. And that was 2002, yeah. you know, when we lost to Reading last game of the season. If we drew to them, we would have gone up. And uh, yeah, we'd have gone up and got promoted, but if I remember rightly, but they scored a goal. Oh, with, no, 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 Curitan. Yeah, no, it's an equaliser. Yeah, we were winning one we nil, and we were, we were up, and we were up, mate. We 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 started off flying. Um, I've gone down the left. Give myself a pat on the back. It's clutch for Ben Burdi. He he heads it. The goalie saves it. Five minutes, ten minutes down the down the line. Apart in that game, we've got a ball go down on a. I think the wide right. And Lloydie's beat the defender to it, flicked it to Martin. Martin's gone. Then hit the, he'd gone to the bar line and cut it back for uh, Lloyd. Lloyd's, no, Lloyd's gone down and cut it back for Martin Rowling. So he's made us 1 0 up. Now remember, we only need to win that game. They need to draw. You know, and it was always neck and neck. It was tight in that season, but we. First, second, we, it was oh, a second yeah, third. It, it went right to the wire. And all of a sudden, for some reason, we had chances in that game as well and we should have really uh, gone ahead and really closed the game up. But they've come into the game. I think the last move that they've had was when 
Martin Butler put Jamie Cruton through. Uh, Jamie Cruton done a run across the uh, centre halves and he kind of got at least a yard on Darren Powell and the goalie and flips it over and obviously you see me trying to scramble and get it off the line. That there just killed me, mate. Killed me. Killed us all. Killed. And obviously we got to the playoffs, even though we finished what third that season, yeah. and we got to the playoffs and we beat the played the sixth place team, Stoke, yeah. and they beat us in the playoff final. Not only beat us, they crucified us in the playoff final as well. I mean, even that one was like I was so pumped for that game. I think we all were pumped for that game, but you know, admittedly you had a few players that you know that didn't turn up or they were they had an off day at the office, um, or maybe the occasion might have got to them, but. Again, we got there, Stoker turned up and they battered us. You know, we, I think the first 15 minutes we actually um, done well. We actually done well. We could have been one or two goals up, but then again, they've rolled their luck and they've come into the game, they've grown into the game and then in the, in the end they've controlled the game. And again, it proves that we hit a brick wall and we lost at the final hurdle and that's a, that was the second one. So Brentford, so Brentford as well, wasn't it? Yeah. So Brentford. Yeah. Is it coming back to today's game, yeah. again, and ignore the rugby in the background because yeah. at the moment they've been doing their rugby business. Yeah. Today's game, I mean, like, we're talking about, this is newbies now. Yeah. We're talking about the newbies business. Yeah. And tell me about today and the team and, you know, what you've seen out there and maybe the difference than you've seen even over the past few years. Do you know what? I was speaking to Dave um, the other day, uh, the other day, uh, Dave Lane just now. And um, the point I had to make to him was, the actual freedom, the way they play, is so beautiful. This team is blessed with so much talent. You know, you've got, obviously, Rico left back, you know, Ivan up top, you know. Everyone just seems to relax playing with the ball. You know, the ball only goes long if it really has to. That's your lot, that is like your last option. You know, and um, actually watching the, the actual transition of where Griffin Park is, and now the GTEC Stadium and looking at the whole development, the players, how they play with each other, you know, how they've got the confidence to give the ball to each other in tight areas, the fans, you know, the togetherness and everything like that. It's just, it's amazing, man. It's amazing. What are you, if, you know, were you giving your right hand to play in a team like this? That's what I was saying to Dave Lane. There's, there's some slight envy there. Stop smiling at me. <laughs> There is some envy because, like, I'd love to just, you know what I mean? Like, you, you playing in that atmosphere and, and being allowed to express yourself and, 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 and feel no way, you know, and feel no way. Of course I envy that. <laughs> and just coming back to, I mean, this season, they're talking about European tour. Realistically, how do you, how do you think the Bees will do? You know what? Uh, honestly, you know, the, the guys have got nothing to fear. And I've always said that. For me, as a person, the way I play football, show no respect to any top team. I think the team can go really far and they can achieve that. They definitely can achieve that. I think realistically, though, if you look at the plan, I think this would have been at least a year or two away from where they are now. So why not go for it? Why not go for it? And, and, and obviously, if, if they do achieve it, all good. All good. Aija, we'll catch up with you again very soon. Love you, Billy, man. Top man, thank you. You bees. Come on, you bees! <laughs> yeah, we've still got bees in the house, and I'm throwing my money all over the place, you know what I'm saying? Brentford win, Drinks on bill. and all of a sudden, uh, yeah, the money's all over the floor, you know what I'm saying? You know, it's just, uh, 
it's all good. Listen, it's all right. You know, if you if you want the money, you can just take it and go to wherever and spend it. But um, just coming back to that game, you walked out of there, mate. You were disappointed. Well, I think, yeah, I was disappointed, to be fair. After um, starting so well, first, I say, first 10, 15 minutes, I thought we, uh, we seemed to be on the ball, sort of creating chances, moving the ball pretty quickly. Uh, the first half went pretty fast. We got the goal, deflected shot, I think, from Jensen. Um, I did, I did feel that we was really pushing for a second at that point, but um, when it got to the second half, I thought we could um, build on that and push on from that. But we sort of seemed to go the other way. Um, Leicester and undoubtedly and Leicester and Leicester, uh, they undoubtedly got some good players. There's no doubt about that. Um, and I find I, I found that they those, those players really kicked on in the second half for them. And they really made an impact. Uh, I hate to say his name, Madison, but he, he did he did cause us a few problems. Harvey Barnes down there on the left-hand side, he was causing us all, all, all sorts of problems as well. But um, I thought I thought to be honest, it was it was three points dropped today because I, I from the from the first half performance, I thought they were there for the taking. Um, saying that, there was a couple of players, Brentford players, that uh, I thought were a little bit off the boil today. Uh, I don't think Tony was uh, 100%. Uh, you think that somebody, somebody mentioned off, off air, yeah. they thought that he was just a bit nervous about getting injured for his, in, for his England uh, trip? Well, there's a possibility of that, but that, that's not really professional, is it, to be fair, if, if that is the case. Um, I, I, hope, I hope that he didn't, and I just hope it was just an off game. But there was other players there that weren't 100%. I thought Norgard got the, uh, a booking at the wrong time. Um, you know, uh, most of the game on a yellow card didn't really do him any favours, so he wasn't allowed to really put himself about like he normally does. Me was outstanding, again. That guy is on another level. Um, and I'm so glad that he signed for us when he did because he, he makes a huge difference. Absolutely. He's, he's a presence as well. Um, Rico, again, the guy's class, and he'll, he'll remain class. But um, yeah, I just thought Brian was slightly off it again today. He was trying bits and pieces. He wasn't. It wasn't that final ball. That just that final touch just let him down. But um, I suppose looking back, looking outside at the game, a one-one is probably a fair result. But I was hoping for a little bit more. So listen, old school bees in the house will remember before lockdown we used to have a man on this podcast on the regs he was on here on the every week he was on there on the regs and then he disappeared i had no idea what happened to him he disappeared off the face of the earth but bam we're in the globe and he's popped back up here today the french bee is in the house french bee you must remember french bee from back in the days. french bee what's going down bonjour ah you know i've been missing Benford. i've been i've been around for quite a while but like uh, i had to come to the globe to track you down to for you to see me yeah so it's really that's, good that's right so i mean so french bee i mean the premier league journey i mean you were here i saw championship days is when i saw you even division one days is what you were here how are you enjoying what's going on at the moment now well Apart from the fact that we've lost our very dear ground where I really love the community spirit and that was a bit of a vibe. So 
we've gone a little bit marketingy and brandy, but overall, uh, it's it's an absolute it's an absolute dream of a journey with uh, with, with Brentford. You know, like uh, I I remember saying, you know, I don't want to play in the Premiership because you know this is all this is all like glitzy and uh, well, we are the real we are real kind of community down to the ground, but like. When I see what we've done, what we've achieved, it's beautiful. So, uh, very proud, and uh, I'm coming back uh, to more games now, and it's it's just magic. It's just magic, and also good to get you back on the podcast. You're a big fan of the podcast. Aren't you? Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, you know, I've, I've always believed you guys at the Premiership level from the podcast way before we. Uh, with Brentford could sniff the doors of the Premiership, yeah. And, uh, I've always loved as well, like your oh, you brought in your musical skills, and uh, I'm still a big fan of that song. I still play it qu- quite a few times on my iPod, um, on my iPod. Uh, that beautiful song from the the Brentford, uh, your generic. Yeah, your, your yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, beautiful. I appreciate it, and I'm blushing here uh, as the French beer. No, so you should. You're yeah. blending with the Brentford kit. It's beautiful. Uh, that's right. That's right. see that. That's right. So coming on to today's game, um, what a what? A, listen, back in, the disappointment that is there, but. I don't actually feel massively disappointed. I know some people do, but it's a yeah. It was a very bizarre game. I feel like half time before, like you know, it's in the bag. You know, I'm thinking, you know, another another three points clear of Fulham, and that was that was quite a nice feeling. Thinking it's going to be another day of walk in the park, and then it became an excre- incredibly frustrating game. You know, like we couldn't go through the 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 the, the, the half half of the pitch because we had we had an amazing advantage, like. The sun was blinding the opposition. I was like, we must take advantage of that. And, and they managed to keep us, you know, half and nothing really happened. It was very, very frustrating. A bit of a... I didn't really see very well what happened, like how the goal was conceded, like um, with Damsgaard or whatever. But I'm not going to blame him because, you know, I think he's starting to come and flourish. And I think he's going he's gonna, to he's gonna be really good for us. So, yeah, a bit of a frustrating second half. But overall, you know, pretty satisfied. What I'm celebrating today is we got 42 points, which means we are safe. So today, Champagne, Brentford is safe for a third season in Premiership. So that's what we should celebrate today. It's beautiful. Definitely. In French B, of course, in the Champagne region, bringing exactly. the Champagne over Fantastic. for all other bees. And uh, yeah, and let's clink your glasses to that one as well. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, Come on, you bees. You bees. You bees. Oh. The characters in the house, as you know, we've got our little American posse in the house here as well. We've got Brent, Brent Ford as well. Apparently his name yeah. is Brent Ford. Is that, is that right? More or less, yeah. 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 Brent, yeah. And listen, and they, they come up to us as well. And like I said, you've come down the globe as you do because you know this is the place that we all drink. Yeah. You've flown over. Where have you flown over from? We are flying over from uh, North Carolina. Oh, you're the North Carolina man. Yeah. I've been trying to track you down. Really? Because you go and see the Raptors, the, the, the ice hockey team, didn't you? No, that's not me. Oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> Sorry. Okay, okay. <laughs> this is Will. He's our... Hey, how's it going? Yeah, Will. Sorry. We're all big hey, listeners. Hey, hey. Yeah, so you're big, big listeners. So, yeah. So, and, and, and obviously, you come over here. How, was your, how do you enjoy today? Oh, amazing. We had an amazing game day experience. We were in uh, Southampton on Wednesday. Yeah. It was great to see two games while we're over here because we're only here six days. Oh, yeah. So, just amazing. Um, amazing day today. We were and, and, and how did you, you know, how did you discover Brentford? Well, this is a well, story here. So, yeah, so actually, like, I lived up in the Stoke area for, um, like, six months. And Stoke came down. And then I started watching Stoke in the championship. 
And I know, I know, I know, I know. But, but very quickly, I started you know, appreciating Brentford, and I watched them for a whole season. This is a season before you all managed to come up. And, um, and uh, so I told my friend Brent, I said, hey, Brent, there's a Brent Ford, and we got to start watching them because they're really playing well in the championship. They're going to come up. And so we started watching in the championship, and like, so that's kind of hard to do in the U.S., actually. And so we watched you all through that season, watched the, the, that not work out in the yeah, playoffs, and, and cheered you all through the next season, and were psyched when you guys went up. Yeah, so that's how it all started. So yeah. first time in the new stadium, is that right? Yeah, that's right, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, 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 and again, the team, because the team, obviously, from last season to this season, has just moved up a couple of levels, hasn't it? Oh, absolutely. And I, the thing that's really amazing is how a lot of it is the same team. I mean, the same team. It's, you know, unlike like a Nottingham Forest or un- unlike, you know, another team that brings in a lot of players, that the players that were there from the beginning have really, really stepped up and developed and have become these players that not only hold their own, but they can go toe-to-toe with just about anybody in the entire league. And, and also, yeah. I might have to say this as well, because you're North Carolina, I'm a Charlotte FC fan. Oh, yeah, that's right. You know. Oh, yeah. So we, yeah. Yeah, that's right. So Charlotte FC, and yeah. I'm, I mean, I'm going to be there in the summer as well, oh, so I can look you out. I'm going to be 100% I'm going to be there. Out, yeah, so I'm going to reach out to reach you. Out. I, I normally have my Charlotte like my Charlotte top on. I haven't that's got it amazing. on today. Oh, but, I, but I did wear it at the Southampton game as well. They haven't had a great start to the season, yeah, three, yeah. three and zero, as they say. So they've lost all for their first three games. But they did have a tragedy at the start yeah. of the season, as they know as well. Right. Anton, who yeah. I met last, uh, uh, last April as well. Anton Walks, who yeah. unfortunately was killed in a, a jet ski accident when they went to a pre-season training down in Miami yeah. as well. And uh, yeah, that was a really sad tragedy. Yeah. So the team hasn't recovered from that as well. But as we said to you, Agreed. you can share in my Brentfordness. I'm going to share in your... Charlotte well, FC. We, yeah, this, you know have you. That's right. So I'll see you down there soon. So listen, thanks for coming down, of characters, course. and uh, we shall catch up with you soon. But yeah, UBs. Yeah, UB, come up on, the UBs. Laney in the place, and you know, slight disappointment, as I've said to everybody else. But to be quite honest with you, I don't feel that disappointed because what's happened is this has kind of become like a sort of a just a day out, which is what we like in the football. You know, beforehand. A bit of pub action. I didn't quite make the pub, like I said to you, because I was at my game, Barnet Panthers game, a bit earlier. But I know a lot of people did make it in the pub, even though it's train strike day. We've come in after the pub, and there's quite a few Leicester fans in the pub who have been really civil and nice and talked to us about the game, which is what we like. We like to talk to the opposition and sit down and have a beer and talk about, you know, their troubles, our troubles, the positives and everything like that. So we've had that. We've seen some old faces come in here, Ida Anderson, the French Bee, and other people as well. So it's almost like being a bit more of an old school football complete day. It would have been perfect if we got the three points, but we only got a point, but I ain't, I ain't, I ain't sweating about that. Oh, Sunship as well. We got the Sunship as well, who is in the house, the, the incredible producer with his family as well. So he only, it wasn't only himself, but his family as well, who absolutely loved it. His daughter spoke on the podcast a bit earlier. So like I said to you, seeing all these old faces coming down there and enjoying Brentford, for me, made it a really positive day. 100%, mate. It felt like Brentford hadn't changed. Uh, you know, we're, we're, doing, we're doing the same things and with some, lo- some really lovely, interesting people, um, some really creative people, and we're in the Premier League. And uh, it is never a, it's never a, 
uh, it's never a humiliating or it's never a disappointment to draw with Leicester. Leicester have got Leicester. Yeah, it's got some incredible, incredible players still. They're they're hugely underachieving. They'd all be really disappointed that they're in, you know, they are still in the relegation mix. But we I thought we started the game really well. I'm not gonna go through the game, it's been it's probably already been said. But really, you know, I think I think that we have to take a huge amount of uh, credit for the way we approached the game. We went out there and we and we imposed Brentford style of play on the game to start with. Yeah, it fell off a little bit. Things didn't quite work out as well as we hoped. We'd all expect or, or um, we would we would have hoped for a win today and it, it would have rounded it off. But you know, we, we've we've won two, lost one, and drawn one out of the last four games since the last little break. Um, you know, seven points. I, I, I think that's a really good haul, and uh, you know I'm looking forward to a couple of weeks off and come back for the Brighton match, and uh, we can start all over again. But you know we're on the same amount of points now as Liverpool, Brighton, and then there's us. We're you know joint sixth, as it were, and I think that is just a remarkable position to be in. And then we've got the home straight to look forward to. We're safe. We're loving being Brentford fans, and uh, it was a decent day out, Bill. Decent day out, like I said to you. And, uh, we're looking forward as well watching Ivan Tony, because I believe that he will come on and he will come and play against the Ukraine on Sunday week as well. So very much looking forward to that. You know, Laney will be coming down, and I'm sure lots of Beast fans will be down there. So very proud moment for us Beast fans, actually, seeing a Brentford player walking out in a Brentford shirt. But this is the Besotted Pride of West London podcast. Don't forget to subscribe. Don't forget to write us a review. Don't forget to buy us a beer. Besotted.com buy us a forward slash beer. Yes, beer. Thank you. That's right as well. Don't forget Besotted Global is our little social media platform. But other than that, like I said to you, International Week. Have a nice little chill. We might put a little podcast out or we might not. Just check us out on that one as well. Other than that, like I said, we've got a point. We're still doing very well. We've got a Wembley. Come on, That's a bit rubbish, wasn't it? Come on, you bees. You bees. Come on, you bees. You bees. <laughs> Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the Talk Sport Fan Network. Talk Sport. Powered. By fans.